The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to a 49er rush. Niners all day. That's brain sits home, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? This is awesome. It's Tuesday. My voice is it's, it's bugging, but this has to happen. This is episode 999 of the 49ers Rush podcast and episode number 112 of the John and Wayne show. This is incredible. I'm so glad to be here. Wayne, how are you, my friend? That was that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What an accolade. I'm, it's good to be here. It's good to be back on the John and Wayne show. I felt like we've been uh, apart from each other for, for too long. Wait yeah. Time. The week off was good. It was needed. And, you know, we, we were both putting out content for sure. But it was nice just to kind of take a step back. But here we are. We're back. We're excited. And not only are we back, Wayne, and this is kind of what I want the main part of the show to be today. 49ers getting some good reinforcements. Not one player, not two player, three players, and Chase Young if you want to put them into that realm. So uh, let's talk about the three players that the 49ers have activated their practice windows off of IR and PUP. Let's take it away, Wayne. Let, let's talk about these three cats and kind of how you feel about them. Yeah. Walk well, us I mean, through these guys. Let's go through Let's go through Samuel Womack, right? Fifth former fifth-round pick for the 49ers. Fifth round? Sixth round? One of them. Either way, he goes back a couple years back. Comes in his rookie year. Looks like he can be something dominating. The one thing we learned about Samuel Womack the third, I want to make sure I say their names properly, is the simple fact that this guy has been glued to re- receiver, right? He's been like a glue to the receiver. And not only has he been stuck on the receiver, I think one of the things you get from him is he just has a knack for the football, right? He knows how to punch it out, tip it out, and get the ball. Uh, and so he creates turnovers. It's going to be interesting to see with him coming back where they choose to utilize him. 
John, I don't know about you. I'm a huge fan of Samuel Womack, especially on the outside. I felt like that's where he played very well in Toledo. I know it's hard to work your way up the depth chart on the outside. They tried him in the slot with San Francisco his rookie season. He kind of got used a little bit, like abused a little bit or whatever. Uh, but let's see. Let's see what happens throughout these practices. Let's see if he he's even ready to go uh, this upcoming week. But I'm really great and glad to have Samuel Womack back. But let's talk about the fifth-round pick this year and Darrell Luter Jr., who is not going to let you get a reception on him. Another outside guy from South Alabama, right? Love the kid. He has a knack for football. Like, the Niners are getting these young football players back, right? They may struggle in scheme. And I just think if they go out there and they play a certain role, I think they're going to be just fine. So you get another cornerback out there. And I will explain to you why I keep slating those guys to the outside. And then you get back an edge rusher from Georgia. His name is Robert <laughs> Bill Jr., defensive end. You want to know why they drafted this kid in the fifth round? because of speed speed the need it kills and listen i kept saying we need a speed option out there on the outside i like what they got in chase young they got a premier pass rusher trading for chase young so now you got two of those guys him and nick bosa you got a bunch of serviceable guys and now you got a a, a one-trick pony in my opinion when it comes to speed you get him out there you could run certain packages he'll have one job and one job only it'll be third and longs Go get me the quarterback. I think, and I like them. I like all three. None of them have substantial amounts of time other than Samuel Womack for his playing time in the NFL. He's the most experienced of the three. But you're getting three guys back that can possibly be a bonus for the San Francisco 49ers, especially on the defense. Yeah, I like that. And the, and the poll question today's show is who are you most excited about or who's the most important coming back for the 49ers? Robert Bill Jr., Samuel Womack, Daryl Luter, talking about just the guys coming off IR or PUP. 80, uh, Samuel Womack's in at 82%. That That's the one. Daryl Luter Jr., second with 12, and Robert Bill Jr. pulling up, you know, kind of last place with 6%. But – I don't know. So, Wayne, you know, let, let's put this to you. Of it. these three, oh, yeah. who are you? Who's the most important to the 49ers this year? It's got to be Womack, right? Because he's actually have he has the experience. He's played. He un, like he's been in a defensive system already. He's not a guy you got to kind of work up. Now, the question is, where will Wilkes use him? The reason why I'm happy with Luter and Womack is the simple fact that these are going to be Wilkes guys. As long as Wilkes is the defensive coordinator of the 49ers, this is where he specializes. This is how he, this is who he breeds. He breeds defensive backs. All right. Now, look, I feel like Womack is the guy. I personally, I don't know how you feel about this. You're the guru. I, this is the scenario that I would, I would present to you if I'm, you know, you're the defensive coordinator. And I'm going to say, hey, you know, how about you put Womack on the outside, move your best cornerback to the slot, because look at the teams that we're playing. They're going to put their best wide receiver in the slot. And at the end of the day, I trust D'Amador Lenore covering guys in the slot than I do anybody else on this team. Then you can always use Isaiah Oliver. I know that's your guy. You can oh, not you, but I know that's right. your guy. You can always utilize him if they kind of put Ingram in the slot. That's a good matchup. Yeah, it's... 
I, I, I agree with you on Womack, and, you know, that's the m- most votes for sure. Special teams is so damn important. Huge. He immediately uh, – he was my special teams player of the year last year. I, I know Ooh. everybody talked DFF and Odom, but, you know, we break down every snap over on the 49ersrush.com. It was Samuel Womack. Like, that was just what it was. So – him coming back just shores up all special teams and just removes more questions with how can the 49ers let games get away. Womack mm-hmm. kind of protects that. Now, defensively, I don't like Womack. The 49ers don't like Womack in the slot. Jimmy Ward let that slip in his Richard. would Not even let it slip. Ward just said, they told me they don't want Womack playing in the slot because he's not physical enough and they don't like that, which is weird because he's so physical on special teams, but... Nickel's a weird spot. It's a weird spot. I don't expect him. And, and Wayne, I want to I want to ask you this. I think the three starting cornerbacks for this week against Jacksonville are going to be the same three. Agreed. I don't expect Womack to go out there and take the nickel or the outside job and kick Demo in right off the bat. It, like Ag- agreed. But if we're talking adjustment, like like you know, and I'm not going to say like. Let, let's say that you're right. Let's say I, I agree with you 100%. I, Oliver starts at the nickel. I mean, and then you got your two outside guys who are very good. They've been very good all season long, right? I agree. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the question is, let's look at Jacksonville. I know this is not that show. Let's look at the three wideouts. Let's look at yeah. Zay Jones. Let's look at Christian Kirk. Let's look at um, hey, uh, Evan Ingram. Which is the tight end wide out, and then let's, and then their main, their main, their number one. Who I always forget his freaking name. Um, Zay Jones. They got not Zay. I, their number I'll, one from Atlanta. Hey. Oh, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Right. That's their one. Right. So look, I guarantee you, they're going to match up. They're going to put Christian Kirk in the slot. They'll leave Zay on the outside. They'll leave and they'll live with what they get on the outside. I feel like Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk will be interchangeable. I like the matchup. I like Isaiah Oliver's size on a slower receiver. And Ingram, not saying he's slow. He's just slower than the other receivers. So situational football, this will be a great time to test our defensive coordinator. You got to find a way to get Womack some reps, though, in the game. Like The kid has a knack for football. And yeah. outside is where he shines, and he typically forces turnovers. You got to find a way to get him in there. doesn't have to be a lot of reps. Just get him some reps. But, John, I agree with you. We go with the same three we've been rocking out with. Why? Because you just added Chase Young. Yeah, and I think that helps a lot. And I don't want to be done with this talk on these players, but I saw this in the comments, Don, and I was like, my man, uh, for those that don't know, he said hashtag CMXCIX. That's uh that's Latin, you know, Roman numerals for nine ninety nine. Uh, so we got an educated man in the words of Doc Holiday. Yep, he's an educated man. Now I'm sure I hate him. Uh, just joking, Don. You're the best. Uh, I love Tombstone. But yeah, this is show nine hundred ninety nine. Um, our one thousandth show is going to be later today, this afternoon. Uh, assuming my voice holds up, we're giving away an autographed Debo Samuel jersey. We're giving away a year long membership. Um compliments of one of our own patreon supporters for the 49ersrush.com so that's going to be later today this afternoon uh not quite sure the time depends on the voice <laughs> the the voice is struggling but that's okay that's kind of the way it goes so now i want to i want to talk about bill and looter 
because I'm not sure they're going to be activated this week. Maybe not even next week, and they might not even be activated at all. However, their ceiling is way higher than so many other players on this roster. And the 49ers have always chosen to redshirt rookies, at least once we got competitive, which we are now. But, man, I just struggle if Robert Bill Jr. is healthy and can just do five speed rushes a game and be on special teams. Don't you think that's more valuable than what Drake Jackson's bringing so far? Yeah, because, I mean, like, and and you, you ask yourself, all right, what is Drake Jackson's value and his role now that we've added and beefed up and gotten better in the in the rush four, which is what I'm going to start calling him, right? And so mm-hmm. then when you do that, like, where does Drake Jackson roll? Now, Beal has to have really good practices, but he does have a de- – he has a unique set of skills, and he has speed. So do you Liam take speed? Liam Neeson, baby. Yes. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you value speed over athleticism? Yes. or bend or or whatever right and yeah like you should will our defensive coordinator do that though that's the yeah. that's the question because he kind of he's kind of like kyle shanahan is to like to the offense like he's kind of loyal to his guys now i'm telling you if this kid bill is practicing well he's healthy and he is catching the attention of these these coaches you have to find a way to utilize him and get him on this active roster because he could be a play, he could be a difference maker. Yeah, I think so too. And again, you know, this was another question, real quick. Uh, the notorious GAV said, Is that giveaway open to the people of the UK? Yes, it is. All you got to do is hashtag CC. If you want multiple entries, you could go to our uh, Instagram, 49ers Rush Podcast, subscribe there, like our giveaway post that we did or go to twitter at jl underscore chapman subscribe there like and retweet our posts there you have three ways to enter so and yes uk people i will pay the shipping every damn time the uk faithful love those dudes um faithful from afar are the absolute best now my main my man train wreck who is one of the best supporters out there does great work And I think one of the biggest issues, and something I've said many times on this show, Wayne, is I hate all of the D-line stunts. And I was asked by him, man, could you break this down a little bit? He said, you know, I've heard heard you say multiple times you'd like it if Wilkes would stop stunting. Can you go through uh, with your coaching experience more in depth about what that means, pros and cons of stunting, slants, twists, all that stuff? Um, What is the difference there? So... All of this ties into Robert Bill Jr., in my opinion, Wayne. And I want you to jump in on this, too. Right here, so if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm just showing you just a basic defensive alignment for a 4-3. And all I want to talk about is the defensive line, the front four. Correct. Nick Bosa had the comment a few weeks ago where it was like, man, we used to just be a rush four team, and that's what we were. Stunts started coming last year, and we've been doing it way too much this year. I don't like it. The traditional way to play front four defense, and it's easy just to look at what Nick Bosa does. If Nick Bosa lines up outside the tackle, he goes, he blitzes outside the tackle. Like it's not a blitz, that's where he rushes. If he lines up outside the tight end, he rushes outside the tight end. Wherever you line up, that is your gap. You go through your gap, you beat your man head up. We've gotten away from that. And whenever you look at some of the things that we have been doing the most, they are called T 
E stunts, mm -hmm. which means the tackle shoots up. The end takes a jab step, then loops around. This has not worked too well for us. Wayne, do you what what are your thoughts just on this idea of always running stunts from a D-line perspective? Well, I know you don't like it. I mean, the main reason why it, it, it it's the it's the personnel that we're using, right? And so like it's the pieces that we have. We don't have speed guys up there on the front. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old. Soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters. Because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you're running these stunts, and when we ran them even in the 3-4, I mean, Alden Smith was pretty damn fast, right? Like, Justin Smith was able to make his adjustment, do his job, and then Alden loops around. Same stunt, just a different front. But when we're trying to do it here to create some type of a trickery of pressure, it's slowing the damn rush down a little bit, right? And if the quarterbacks are getting the ball out of their hand a lot quicker than they normally will, it's not allowing these the rush four to get home a lot. Therefore, the stunts aren't working. Doesn't matter how you stunt. It doesn't matter how you twist. It doesn't matter. So just rush the four. Let them just run straight, gap in, whatever they got, crash in, crash. I, it doesn't matter. The stunts aren't working. Now, when you add Robert Bill 
to this equation or excuse me and chase young to the equation not saying chase young is faster but he's faster than nick bosa and the reason chase young has done really well in his stunt game this year matter of fact three out of his five sacks came out of stunts so if you add a speed rusher to this oh my gosh it can work you can it can work we have to see it properly executed but it can work and this is the theory from our defensive back defensive coordinator trying to manipulate the pressure a little bit differently without the blitz we didn't even talk about the blitz yet it's a whole nother right yeah this is just this is just rush rush five or more this is rush four this is just rush four so that's a whole nother problem but my point is it can work and i think maybe it was more execution Mm. than probably the actual design so by design it does it can work i know it can work because i watch other teams do it all the time but for some reason our players aren't executing it properly which is kind of the theme not, of the they're defense. not built to execute it that's that's what i mean yeah now chaz i love this he says stunts have been great they were great for cousins and great for burrow <laughs> chaz always bringing the humor i appreciate that man i mean the issue is this if stunts can work i'm not trying to say all stunts are bad Correct. the problem is when the opposing team's entire game plan is get the ball out quick And now you're forcing Nick Bosa to take two to three lateral steps away from the quarterback. That's that's an issue. The pressures are happening. Pass rush, right? And the crazy thing, John, he's still getting pressure, right? He's just not sacking the quarterback because you've taken away from his rush. Yeah, it's going backwards first, and and that's that can be a problem. Now. The way that stunts work and are beneficial, if you have a mobile quarterback, it kind of makes it look like there's no pockets to scramble through. Um, messes up the screen game a little bit more. Lots of different reasons to stunt. But in the last six quarters, especially after Shanahan and Nick Bosa blasted Wilkes publicly, Wilkes went out there against the Bengals and said, cool, rush four, Nick. Go ahead, buddy. And what happened? Nick Bosa got no sacks, and he was one-on-one most of the game. He got some chip blocks, whatever else. But they stopped double-teaming Nick Bosa for most pass plays the last six quarters, and Nick Bosa has he's been pressures there, quarterback hits are there, just not finishing. Mm-hmm. And I so, like, these are the things that I'm like, man, I really want to see more straight-up four-man pressure. And another thing that Nick talked about is our slants, where you slant the defensive line where basically you line up in one gap and everybody slants to the right or everybody slants to the left. The problem with this is this is another 50-50 because based on the offensive line's blocking technique, if they're all slanting the same way you're slanting, everybody just lost that rep. And so it's more opportunity for our pass rush to be not effective if they're doing a bootleg. If you guess the right way, it's huge. You guess the wrong way, it doesn't matter how good Nick Bosa is. He's going to be ineffective. These are the type of things that I want to eliminate or just do fewer of. Maybe Chase Young is going to be the difference. Maybe Robert Beal coming in could be the difference. But everybody, whether you're Steve Wilkes, you know, fan, supporter, hater, doesn't matter. 
something has to improve with the pass rush. It just has Absolutely. to. It starts with the pass rush on defense. I know everybody wants the DBs and, and the lockdown corners and everything. I guarantee you, if the pass rush get home, none of that will matter in the secondary. They, like it starts with the pass rush. And and you can see it. I mean, you you I, I know everybody out here watches other NFL teams play. The pass rush, them sacks be helping. I we, yeah. we talked about this at the very beginning when Nick was was here. We were just you know, Nick Bosa came. We were sack we you know sacks didn't matter. I, I bet you they matter now because yeah. it's just changing it it, it 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 just it just makes it a lot more difficult for the defense to get off that football field. We we're not even going to talk about third and longs and all that type of stuff. We got to get to the quarterback to screw up the rhythm of the quarterback. That's all huge. that other stuff will happen. Right. And Ed says, you know, that this is who we are. Four guys rushing, ears pinned back, hair on fire. We got to get back to it. We did. We tried to. Last week against the Bengals, it didn't work. It, it, it didn't work. Didn't blitz. Didn't run very many stunts. We went four-man pressure, and Burrow lit that defense up. Quick, um, I, the quickest quarterback release, two seconds. Yeah, he was tearing oh. it up, and then, and then I know people watched the game because Burrow had at least three to four scrambles. Right? Don't do you remember playing man coverage and everybody just being covered, and yeah. Burrow was just like ah, wide open, middle of the field. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Look at this, Brian. Uh, he helped us with the draft work when we were doing live in Vegas. Yes. You remember Brian says, ordered the ring, going to pop the question. Man, my man, Brian. Congratulations, um, man. Welcome to the club. Awesome, man. You and Mara are two of the great, best people. Uh, excited to hang out in Seattle. I'm bringing my family out. Hopefully, we can celebrate together, man. How cool is that? I'll be um, there with you guys. Let's dude, go. That's what's up. Ed, hey, let's be real. We got a lot of stuff going on this week, Wayne. Oh, we are going to be hanging this, out. Yeah, this is good. It's always good. When the Blues Brothers get together and <laughs> we're on a mission from God, we're on a mission from God. <laughs> John, we got to get black suits and, and, and ties, man. We, we got to do something in the shades. And Don't the hat. tip me. Don't tip me. Uh, we got to do it. We got to do it. I mean, it's dope, right? That's who we are. When we get together, it's 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 like Luigi and Mario, man. I'm telling you, it's a fun experience. John, take us away, man. Yeah, so excited about this weekend. We got the legend. Frank Gore coming out to party with us Saturday. We're going to be downtown Jacksonville at the Underbelly from 2 to 6 p.m. Um, and Frank Gore, if you've never been to one of his events that we've had him out, he started the whole thing for us in the 49ers Rush Road Trip. Whenever we did the party at the Super Bowl with him, he's a legend. I mean, he's he's the freaking man. And, you know, come get an autograph, picture. If you have – if you're trying to make your kiddos fans of the team – this is how you do it. This is it. They meet this guy. They get a picture with this legend. It's in the books. Ooh, I got a question. Ooh, okay. Let's 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 do our top five 49er running backs of all time. Top five 49ers. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna pull up. You the, have to uh, cheat. You have to I cheat. Do. Because now I, I, I'm gonna miss we don't, it. We don't want to leave the nostalgic players off but off the top of my head is frank gore number one and then yes. roger craig number two ah there we go yeah that's where i was going to and then christian mccaffrey number three even though he's been here for 1.3 years <laughs> he's probably will be up there Ooh. i'm i'm partial 
to Ricky Running Waters. I know oh, he wasn't here long. He was. De he's definitely top five. Yeah, and then I got to go. Garrison Hurst. That dude impacted my youth strongly. I love it. I love it. I get. I get. If you want to leave McCaffrey off, but you, he's just different. So I'm cool with leaving him off. But you got my. So far, we got four. Let's go with one more. If we're gonna leave McCaffrey off, I, can I go a fullback? William Floyd, Tom Rathman. Ah, which one you going with? Bar none, yeah, baby. Bar none. I mean, bar I wore none. forty because of that dude. Yeah, you know, that was I, that's my the number, number I wore in, in high school because of yo. Another same. thing we have in common. They used to call me forty. Yo. Oh man, Are you I had kidding to wrestle. Me? I had to wrestle a dude for the number. He was his birthday was before mine. We we're the same class. We both were starters, and so then we like number selection is rough. And so he got the number, and I was like, dude, let's wrestle for it. He said yes. I won. I got the jersey, and then that was done, man. Um, oh, that was it. And I, I understand Rathman. I get this big papa. Rathman was better. Big papa. Uh, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying for my nostalgic childhood upbringing. It was, it was something about the bar none, and then he come in there with the cue, like dance after like he he was a fullback like yes. like rathman was an all-purpose back something like that like he could catch he could he could run he could he could do all types of stuff right but yeah. bar none was a full back that's the, 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 the man. oh man i loved it and yeah kevin barlow he was incredible no doubt about it so yeah i'm going frank or roger craig then I'm going Ricky Waters, Garrison Hurst, and then William Floyd. I understand CMC is going to be on that list. Respect. He's going to be probably. You do one more year, he's on that list, right? We haven't had, we've had barely had him a full year. Easily. Like, um, but the number one on both of our lists, Frank Gore. It's Frank Gore. Right back oh. to the full circle. And he's going to be with us this Saturday having fun. Can't wait to see him. Can't excited wait. about that our tailgate the next day is going to be incredible it's the number one tailgate spot in jacksonville right across the street um we've got unlimited drinks premium drinks um it, we're not doing just cheap stuff and whatever beers seltzers premium drinks food it is going to be off the chain giveaways trivia if you've never been to one of our events i just say come out because most of our people are all repeat customers and we specialize in having a good time because we don't make money on these damn things. That's not what we do. We try to break even, and if we make money, we spend it on a player and have a good time. So come on out, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. It's going to be a good trip, man. Oh, I'm so excited. When do you get I'm in? Excited. I'll be in Friday evening. All right, I'll get in Friday evening, uh, and I can't wait. I haven't been to Florida in almost 20 years. It's been a minute. Woo. I don't even That's know where Jacksonville is in Florida. <laughs> but yeah. Is it country have a good part time. of Florida? Is it like a country vibe or is it Jacksonville's two places? It's huge. There's the downtown area, then there's the beach area. I belong it's a in the mess. downtown area. That's Duval. where I, I mean All it's right. a it's a whole different it's the New Jersey of the South, is what I always say. Okay, say less. Understood. <laughs> I speak your language. See? <laughs> it's dirty. I got you. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Shout out to everybody from emails. New Jersey, y'all. Y'all, but y'all um, know we don't call y'all the bricks for nothing. It's the bricks <laughs> for nothing. I love it. All right, let's go to Chase Young. Stick it with this pass rush. Everything. There have been people out there that have said this dude doesn't work super hard. 
unmotivated, does his own thing. Wayne, you're a film watcher. I'm a film watcher. What are your thoughts on somebody that would say, not saying I'm saying this, but these have been some of the things out there that he kind of does his own thing and doesn't work super hard. What do you say? Who are we talking about? Chase Young. Really? This is not my opinion. Some That's what they got from Chase Young? Sources from the locker room of Washington said oh, you can't believe I, anything from the locker room of Washington. That's number one. They said bad stuff about Trent Williams and how that panned out. I mean, you have to go off of what you see, right? And I get it. Chase Young, rookie season, wasn't as promising as everybody wanted it to be. Understood, cool, no problem. And then he has his deal, he dealt with the injuries. But let's go back, let's go over this year. Let's go over the year before he became a 49er, where he's having his career year, he's off to five sacks, he is stunting, he is, you know my favorite part about Chase Young? He can what? contain the edge. I don't think people know what that means. Uh, John, maybe you should just take a pause, let me shut up, and you break down how important the edge is for a defensive end. Something that Nick Bosa is struggling in but he's trying – oh, you bring – right on point. Did you know I was going to ask that question? I did not, but okay. I'm excited. I'm thankful that you did. So if you're looking at the graphic, and if you're not, that's okay. Let's just look at this from the right side, the right defensive end, where Chase Young or – it doesn't matter. He'll play left and right. doesn't matter. Your job is to rush the passer or set the edge. Those are the two things. Those are your two big responsibilities. When we say set the edge, you have to confine the running game within a small bracketed area. The field is 53 and a third yards wide. You don't want to defend all of that. So what you do as a defensive end, this is why you line up outside in a five or a seven shade. Five is outside the tackle. Seven is outside the tight end. We do a ghost nine a lot of times. You can still do it from there. It's actually easier from there. But what happens is, let's say they're doing an outside toss like we do or an outside zone. Doesn't matter. Your job is to cut the run back inside. Because that's where the other six men in the box are. Your, you know, three linebackers, another three defensive linemen, or three down linemen, two backers, and a nickel. Doesn't matter. You got to send it all inside. So instead of defending the entire width of the field, you are shrinking that by setting the edge and you are congesting the middle of the field and playing team run controlled gap responsibility run game defense. You get two good edges which Nick Bosa is unbelievable. One of the best things that Nick Bosa is good at is he is better against the run than he is the pass, which is crazy. Uh, that's saying a lot, but that's kind of what makes him different. That's what makes guys like Cameron Jordan different is how good they are against the run. You're good against the run. You play in the NFL for a long time. That's why Cleveland Farrell gets so many good snaps or so many more snaps than Randy Gregory or whomever else because he's so good against the run. Chase Young, Pretty damn good against a run with his athleticism and power. He can shrink that. Now he can do that on both sides consistently. Mm -hmm. That's going to help the run defense considerably. And you're forcing stuff to go back through the middle. And so, like, that's the best. Like, like I just, I don't get he's, what plays are. He, he doesn't take off plays. He may be taking out of plays because they're trying to to get to him. Just like, do, do would you say that Nick Bosa takes off plays when they're throwing two to three people at him every single time? No. That's what you're getting from Chase Young. Uh, doesn't sound like it's going to be a locker room issue here. Uh, you know, first thing he came out and said is how he liked the culture. 
Uh, and wh whether he's experienced it or not, he knows of it. And so that's the key, right. right? The fact that he even knows what the culture is like here in San Francisco, that's a bonus. The fact that the vibe is good. you know. And, and when somebody say they like the vibe, y'all know what the vibe is. How many people doing the bump boom box thing now? Yeah. Come on, the vibe is real, right? When you the coach still wear Jays. So at the end of the day, that's great. And that I think people forget the part that he said that, you know, he's there are winners in this building. Yeah. He wants to be a part of that. I mean, yeah. like, come on, man. Like, give miss me with that taking plays off crap. He's a 49er. He has the most sacks on the team as of right now. And I expect the number to continue to trend upwards. Yeah, and I'll say this Chase Young is more talented than Bosa is now does he have the work ethic does he have the hustle does he have the hands no he went but to he Washington is, John yes and and that's huge and I think you know right here Ed when you have Chris Kucerik and Bosa helping him it's going to be lights out he's Ed says market I trust Ned Ed on everything he says dude crushes it but like I even said this before Chase Young came out he's more talented than Bosa like he is physically a better specimen pass rusher built wise, but it's the other things. Does he have the motor? I haven't seen that. Is he fast? Is he burst? Is he? I, I don't see him take plays off, but he's not, you know, he's wearing 92. Kerry Hyder was the antithesis <laughs> of Chase Young. He was a try hard that was a defensive tackle convert that got almost all of his sacks and TFLs and tackles on second, third, fourth effort. Chase Young wins on first effort. First effort. First, correct. So if we can join a little bit more of the enthusiasm and the hand technique and all that stuff, his ceiling was always higher than Bosa's, but Bosa's just a damn machine because he works harder than everybody else and blah, 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 blah in the offseason. Maybe not this offseason. Um, I want to talk about this. I thought this was an interesting question from Gold-Blooded. All caps, so he's screaming it. What does it say about Wilkes that they had to get young because the in-house guys couldn't get it done? I would turn around and say, what does it say about freaking head coach Kyle Shanahan that you had to go get CMC, right? You improve your roster. You find ways working. You find ways to improve the roster every, se every season. Every does season. it always happen? Lately for the 49ers, yes. Like, look at the, look at the way the 49ers build their draft picks. Right, because people are realizing, hear me out, people are realizing that you don't need a first round pick, you don't need a second round, but you want those, those are luxury picks. Where do you hit in the draft? Third, fifth, sixth. If you can flip uh, get a seventh round pick to be amazing, <laughs> Brock Purdy, right? If you can get like P Kyle Shanahan is changing the value of picks because he's doing that. Everybody is like, oh, yeah, we'll take a third for this guy. We're not going to resign him anyway. You want to give up a third? Let's talk about how many third-round picks we end up flipping out of this, you know, rule that we, we got going on with these coaches getting head jobs and minority coaches. Like, Kyle is just playing freaking, like, uh, chess, yeah. even with picks. And you got to – it's not just Kyle. It's, it's John Lynch. Like, he's not getting enough of the credit on how he flipped – a trash ass organization no disrespect to the 49ers but we were below the below we couldn't find a head coach to get it right we couldn't the the, the owner was was weird 
general manager and coaches was beefing. We went through Tom Sula. We went through uh, Chip Kelly. Like, none of that stuff was working. No. He finally gets a guy that comes in here. We Offense is it, – it was going to take time to build. We built the offense. We built the defense. We stick. We stay improving the defense. When the last time we addressed the defense like this? It's been other a than in the draft. Yeah. I'm asking. I, other than the draft, you traded for D Ford in 2019, maybe. And 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 what was D Ford's responsibility and role on his team? Speed rush only. And where did we go? Yeah, we had one of the best defenses in 49ers history. Went to the Super Bowl. So where did you say we were lacking on this? I know I know it looks like it's the secondary, but you just talked about no. the beginning of the show. You put up the, the defensive front. It's always going to be the pass rush. Even always. John Lynch said, I wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame if it wasn't for the front four. Yep. One of the best ever. One of the best ever. And so whatever you have, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are simpatico with this. You know, one of my favorite Kyle Shanahan stories is when he was with the Texans and Charlie Casserly was the general manager. They wow. had the first overall pick, and Charlie Casserly went through every single position coach, and they asked everybody, who do you want, Reggie Bush or Mario that. Williams? And whenever it got to Kyle Shanahan, who was a wide receiver coach, just became OC, he said, Mario Williams. Mario Williams. He could have got a toy for himself. Mario you, Williams. You 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 start with that that premier up front, man. You 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 get it. We got Chase Young for a free third round pick. A comp pick, man. That's the That's same free pick we one. used for Cameron Latu. You get what I mean? Like it's weird. Like so. And it doesn't cost too much. So that's Parag Murate saying, hey, man, we yo, yo, see if you can get it for a third, man. He's only going to cost us $571,000, yeah. $561,000. And, like, you look at, like, everybody was talking Brian Burns, and Brian Burns is better than Chase Young. Oh, like, yeah. I, I don't think that that's a I thing. Agree. I agree. But you're talking first round plus and a contract and paying this year. You got Chase Young, five hundred grand off the cap this year, nothing. You gave up not even a top 100 pick. Not even a top 100 pick. Cost you nothing next year. And if you don't sign them, guess what? You get a pick back. Genius, man. Genius. Right here, Roberto Davis. Thanks for the super chat. Um, has the proliferation of Kyle's offense changed defenses? Can Kyle make a counter move? We will see if Kyle can adjust. My biggest thing, and I think that, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to play this clip till the cows come home. And it's a quick one. It's it's George Kittle. And us being a one-dimensional football team isn't very good. Your pass only. You get behind. You abandon that running game. You go empty sets. Bad things going to happen. So if you could stay at a contested game, not abandon the run, I think Kyle Shanahan's scheme and everything is everything that it needs to be. But the problem is, and you know, you can cite Owen oh, whatever whenever he's down in the fourth quarter. You've got to be able to run the damn football. And whenever it's just CMC, who's incredible, team MVP, my man Phil, when are we going to see Jordan Mason? Do you think it happens? Do you think Jordan Mason will even get an offensive snap this week? Nope. I don't either, man. Should, but I don't think he will. I, it's it's it it's not it's not a shot at him, but he has to prove that he's better in all facets of the running back world. Mm. Pass pro, probably meaning number one. I think I think you can use Jordan Mason. You know he can rush. 
Um, he's gotten better in pass catching, but what about pass protection? Because at the end of the day, you got to make sure your quarterback is protected, and we're not just going to throw the ball all the time. We're not going to – we actually run the ball all the time. So you can't just put them out there on rundowns and say, hey, man, go out there and run it. The defense is going to be like, 24 is in the game. They're running it. Like, you know what I mean? If, if you check out of it to go to a pass, 24 has to know who to pick up. And I think that's a part of the learning curve with Kyle Shanahan's office. A bunch of variables doing stuff that shouldn't be doing stuff. But because it's Kyle's mind, that's the issue. It's not the fact that – he can't. He can average six yards a carry. That's not it. That's not how Kyle is operating. Kyle wants to operate off of manipulation. I want a guy out here where you can't zero in on him, and I think that's why you don't see him. I think that's why you get more of Elijah Mitchell. Now, if Elijah Mitchell is injured, Kyle has no choice. And when you have no choice, you do what you got to do. But that's when Christian McCaffrey's carries bulk up, and it, like so. It's it's weird. I know I would like to see more Jordan Mason. I feel like he he can add a good punch, uh, especially in the run game. But if Kyle is if, if if we're looking at football like we need to be looking at football, it's more to averaging six yards a carry. Yeah, I'd be fine with TDP getting snaps. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean three I consecutive negative games too. in a row with Elijah Mitchell. Three consecutive negative games. But John, John, you watch the film. Yeah, it's bad. Not, it's not, terrible. Not, not not because of him. Ah, uh, John. All right. I can't it's, find one positive thing he's done in three. I, weeks. I didn't say you could find anything positive. But let's go to the last game because I know you just. I, I I get your I get your Patreons right. I know you watched <laughs> the last game. Yes. First, the first snap, negative loss, right? Negative yards, right? The one we saw. Whose fault was that? I think it was Jake Brindle got blown up. Nope, it was, was Jawan it Jennings. He did yeah, block. That was the blitz off the edge, and he didn't exactly. get there in time. He, the timing was off. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying Elijah Mitchell is good. He right. used to be. What I'm saying is every time he gets his opportunity, someone else is making a mistake, and he's tackled for a loss. So how can it's, we blame that on him? See, and so, like, here's my thing. Like, I love – I paid a ridiculous amount of money to get Elijah Mitchell to come to our party. Like, I love Elijah Mitchell. Like, I have pictures of him with my children. You know what I mean? Like, I am an Elijah Mitchell fan. I love his story, love who he is as a human, all those things. I'm saying the fact that he has played three consecutive games without one positive play, that's problematic for me. I understand not all the plays are his fault. Brindle got blown up once. Uh, Juwan Jennings missed a blitz. I understand those things. He, he had a positive play, though, John, because if it wasn't for him, Christian McCaffrey wouldn't have scored the touchdown. Yeah. They're, 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 I'm going to find the positives. Are. We, that's good. We, listen, if it wasn't for him and if Brock Purdy doesn't throw the interception, it's a walk-in touchdown. So he's making positive plays. They just, they're just going unnoticed. I, Deb, yeah. Debbie had a comment of Debster. She had a comment, and, and I don't know if you could pull it up. It oh. was uh, I'm trying. I know. It's tough. I'm trying. I know. It's at the 142 <laughs> mark. But playing, I'll just read it. But but not playing Mason, capital just, because he isn't blocking downfield. This ain't about blocking downfield for me. Or isn't blocking uh, like Kyle likes seems silly to her. Why yeah. not use him alongside CMC? And that's a great question. But I think, again, it's because Kyle – when you have Mason out there, does it make sense to me? I'm just thinking of what Kyle's probably thinking. He doesn't trick the defense. Right. They're going to say, 
Mason and CMC is in the game. Somebody's running it. Like, so, like they're not. They don't fear him in in the pass catching game. I, I just I, that's I will say this. run a damn play action, right? That's like boot action, uh, play action, and get Mason wide open. I I agree with what she's saying. I'm just thinking of the way Kyle's yeah. probably thinking, which doesn't make sense all the time. Not it us. doesn't. And I love Kyle. And like Kyle's incredible. Um, he just don't make no damn sense. Sometimes it's a little confusing. Now we got some more super chats, some more comments I want to get to, and some IUK and CMC questions. Uh, but before we get to that, let's pay some bills, baby. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. All right, we've got some super chats that I like. Gold-blooded, thank you so much for your support. He says, why does one major player have to be out for Kittle to shine? Isn't the beauty of having weapons everywhere being able to exploit mismatches each game? I kind of feel this one. Yeah, man. I kind of feel this one. Uh, that's why I, 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 when I was talking to Debster, I, I can't explain. I didn't get Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. It doesn't make any sense. Like he doesn't. Kittle doesn't have to block all the time. He could chip block and then go out for a pass and be wide open and get you five to seven to nine to eleven to fifteen to seventeen twenty one. He doesn't get ta- he doesn't like to be tackled. So yeah, off of a chip he can get. I the the thing that frustrates me the most about the 49ers offense, which never has to look bad ever. It doesn't. It doesn't ever have to look bad. Is the fact that where is they can have a check down with just about any weapon on this team and they just only use Christian McCaffrey as a check down. Like I'm trying to figure out why. Why yeah. nothing to George Kittle? Why nothing to these guys? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, what's up, man? We got two legends. We got Jason Hurley from 49ERScap.com and Johnny Dale from the Smartest Guy channel in the, the land. He says, Mitchell's been off the field so much, it's hard to get going. I get that. Has Jordan Mason ever been on the field so much to get going? He has only had limited snaps and has only always been profitable and beneficial and efficient. That's my thing there. But I love Elijah Mitchell. I'm not saying he shouldn't be out there. I don't know what's happening in practice. Are the play play calls different, though? Because why does Jordan Mason get the dives and the the runs up the middle and the slashes and all that, and then you – you run crazy. It's because of what Mitchell can do if the outside blocking works or if the right that yeah it's just different not again not sticking up for mitchell he's got to be better you get an opportunity you got to take advantage of it when mason gets his opportunities he takes advantage of it he gets you positive plays 
I can't answer the questions though. Yeah, I had the same. I'm stuck. And people talking about blocking, like I, I get that, but like Elijah Mitchell had one play run blocking. That's it. No plays pass blocking. That's you mean it. In, so in like, the last game or just period? Yeah, in the last game. Oh, okay. uh, you go CMC had one play pass blocking the previous game. He had one game pass blocking that like there's ways around that. So it, it's not just, oh, well, you don't block. So therefore, no, there no. was one play Jordan Mason missed the block and almost right. got Brock Purdy killed. Yes. Yeah. And so that's, that's fine. house, though. It, it, maybe it is. And for Kyle, that that's what it is. But it's like, really, CMC had one play pass blocking. Elijah Mitchell's got zero. Why can't you do that for Jordan Mason? That's my question. So it's a rebuttal to those things. I'm not saying he's a great pass blocker. I'm saying you don't use these running backs to pass block at all. So what's the issue there? Now, Roger A. had an email to me this week, and I want to break this down. Everyone has been talking about how this is the greatest offense and the best weapons ever and high power and blah, 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 30 points in a game, five times in a row, all those things. But now it seems like everything's just carried by CMC. And it's CMC only. Yeah, I know Debo's hurt. But, like, if it's such a good team, can it be dependent upon one player and be successful? These are some of my main concerns as well uh, that Roger says. So, like, are we too dependent upon CMC? It it seemed like it over the past three weeks, but it, it's like it's like yes and no. And the reason why I say yes and no is because CMC got going. The first two games, he ends up fumbling. Everybody's happy until the fumble. He still yeah. comes back. He scores right after the fumble. This is so funny. And then they stop using CMC. It's weird. If if you're gonna if you're gonna use CMC, just fucking yeah. use him. He's unstoppable. Yeah, I so am with you there. That's why it's weird to answer this question. Because yes, the answer is we have pl a plethora of weapons. That's all we promoted at the beginning of the season. The Niners got options to buy. They they got options, plenty of them. Yeah, and Debo's out, but it's not. We still have plenty of options. But what if it's something about Debo making Changed. everything flow? Uh, mm. I don't know what it is. Even even in the game, he was a, a decoy uh, that week against the Giants or whatever it was. Yeah. I forgot which everything week it kept was. Going still, it still kept moving. It was when he was hurt and out of the game. Kyle just couldn't figure it out. Like Kyle couldn't adjust. He couldn't adapt. He didn't have the right players to do the same game plan. So you come back out, right? Against uh, what did he get hurt in the in the Minnesota game? Or he, uh, yeah, DMC. No, no, no. Debo got hurt in the game before Minnesota. That was uh, the Browns. Cleveland, right? Yeah, right. Him, so Trent, and, and CMC, all of right. Them game. But in the Minnesota game, all right, no Debo. We should be good. Now you can plan for it, right? Now you can you can plan your game without Debo. I think the defense is just. Uh, there was an earlier statement that was made. I think the defenses have figured it out. You know, mm. Christian McCaffrey is the guy. Cool, because Brandon Ayuk feasted in 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 the Cincinnati game, but for some reason we can't. We we can't, I don't know. The office just doesn't flow without Debo. It's weird. Yeah, and I'll say this: like I love Brandon Ayuk, and I think he's incredible. incredible. I think that it kind of showed. He's not the guy. He can't be the guy over this three-week stretch. You look, look at the sucks, Browns game. Man, I know. You, I thought he was. I know, but. 
I think it's a complimentary piece. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Okay, let me say my thoughts, and then yes. you tell me where I'm wrong. Because I love Brandon Ayuk. I give away more Brandon Ayuk jerseys. You know this. I love Brandon Ayuk. He's my, he's, I love him. And he's my son's. He's turning into my son's favorite player. Um, he, he's got Nick Bosa jersey, but at the games, he's always watching Ayuk because he's just wide open all the time. You go to the Browns game, right? CMC's out. Debo's out. Trent, you know, out and in, whatever else. This is the time for him to shine. Three big drops and three big moments. But, but, but did get the biggest play of the game and gave the team the chance to win late, missed the field goal, whatever else. But I don't consider that a great game. Three drops is not good. One of them got called back as a penalty. Vikings game, comes out, lights it up first half. Second half, zero catches. It was a one-possession game. Zero catches. They took him out of the game. Then you go to the Bengals game, which he was good. Another big drop. And Kittle had more catches, more yards, and more targets. Like, it's not like he went off. He had a good game, but he wasn't the guy. And I thought that, he, you know, on this 49ers offense, you got so many weapons. Well, weapons are gone. I didn't ever feel like he was the guy. I think he hurt himself contractually long term. I, I, I don't know. I like this. I, th- I think it's, I, I think I I think he's not the guy by design, so it's weird, right? Does he make mistakes? Absolutely, every yeah, player everybody does. does. But but how do you not don't don't you tell me Minnesota took him out of that game, dude? He had zero targets in the second half. Yeah, because zero. they yeah yeah because they didn't throw it to him. I mean, they did. They shifted the coverage his way. Bro, he was open. Like we could go through the film. Yeah. On him. He gets open. And ain't not one play, Brandon Ayuk not getting open. If the quarterback don't throw him the damn ball, how can he be the guy? And and so, again, yeah, there's so much context to these things. What I I'm need just saying Brock to do happen. is just say that's the guy. Period. End of discussion. I watch every other quarterback in the league do it. Like AJ Brown, because you got to bring him up. Got got to have the conversation, right? Killing, killing. Why? Why is he killing? Is it that he's just that much better than Brandon Ayuk? No, it's just a simple fact that the quarterback trusts. I'm gonna get him the ball. I don't care if he drop it. I'm gonna get it to him at some point. You could double him in if you want. You could do whatever you think. Here's the thing about Brandon Ayuk. He's open. You gotta get him. The, you gotta get him the ball. This isn't about scoring touchdowns. The, the offense is the offense is built to score from anybody, anywhere, yeah. at any given moment. He does get opportunities. He has dropped some passes, but that shouldn't stop from going to the guy. They they gotta get him the ball. I got. I'm defending him on the fact that if you give him the ball, he's the guy. Yeah, I love him. I, I absolutely love him. I was excited because I thought these three weeks it was going to be like, okay, Brandon Ayuk is a top five wide receiver across the NFL. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. I don't feel like that happened. Uh, now, with Debo coming back, Trent coming back, maybe that – because that was where the conversation was before the Browns game. Everybody was like, hey, guys, you're missing out on number 11. Brandon and I used the national conversation as this guy needs to be involved in the elite wide receiver group. Last three games, that has dissipated. Um, and no, I'm not trying to give you know Kittle a pass for his drop. Not at all. I'm just saying 
this is a Brandon. Yeah, right here, Nick. Yeah. What about Kittle's big time drops in that game? Yeah, he had he had big drop. There's no but doubt on, about but it. But right on the next play, guess who went right back to him? Yeah. Brock Purdy See, went right back to him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He went right back to him and then caught it. So you forget about that drop. Yeah. Because he was able to make up for it. But my, my point is he gets open on every play. Like, I, I know I, that doesn't mean you have to throw it to him every single time. But that young gentleman has mastered getting open. I think that now I think and by design. Yes. I think by design. Coaches do some weird things to to, to get deals. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. I don't want to believe I, it. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I, you know, I, I tell you, Wes Welker messed it up for me. I, I, uh, he messed it up. <laughs> he came out and snitched, and from that moment on, I realized that, Coach, it's a because at the end of the day, it was business too, right? And I want Brandon Ayuk to be here. You want him to be here. Do they pay him as a top five receiver? No. Well, man, because he didn't no. score that many touchdowns. And yeah, I mean, touchdowns are kind of like sacks. Like they like it. I got I you, bro. Doing, I used playing incredible, and I'm not saying he's a bad wide receiver. Oh no, no, I'm no! Just you saying never said that. He he had an opportunity to prove he's a top five guy in the NFL, and I felt like whether it was on him, the play calling, the passes, don't care. We were in a super pass heavy three games in a row, and coming down the stretch outside of the Browns game, he did have that amazing catch. It gave us a chance to win, but. Anyway, that's where we're at. So, um, anyway, this has been fun, man. I, 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 I miss you, Wayne. I ain't gonna hey, lie, bro. Who's gonna be? It, it, so, all right, who's gonna lead the team in receiving yards on on Sunday? Ayuk, Debo. It'd be Ayuk. It'd be Ayuk. I, I think when Debo comes back, it makes Ayuk better. That that's my whole thing. I got he, you. He's 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 a part of the machine. He's not the machine. I got and you. there's that's not a negative. Like we always say, oh, he's a system quarterback. And I don't think Brandon, now you could be successful in any damn system there is. You create separation on routes, you can play in a power scheme, vertical scheme, zone scheme. I don't give a damn. But I think Debo coming back helps Ayuk more than it helps CMC, if that makes sense. Mm, and the receiving game or just overall yeah. play? Yeah. All of it. I th- but hmm. You got to rotate safeties over the top of Debo because he breaks so many damn tackles. You ain't never lied. But Debo does make the I, – I know it doesn't make any sense, but I guarantee you the run game will pick back up. Yeah. Debo makes everything go well, man. He is like the Febreze He's the of Fe- the 49ers. He covers up whatever smell you got going on. Not that I do that, but sometimes, you know, you do what you got to do. Um, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I got to get my Febreze. Oh. Wayne, this was a very, very good show. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody. Um, Later this afternoon, show 1,000, giveaways, all that stuff. So stay tuned for that. Um, And then we're going to be live in the morning. Steph, John, and Wayne show at 8 a.m. Wayne, when are we recording again? We're flying. I'm going to be in the airport. Right. You're going to be in the air. I'm going to be in the My flight leaves at 6 a.m. Oh, early. So I, by the time you land, I'll probably be driving. Well, no, 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 because that's you got a long flight. We can do a Friday night show. Yeah, that's cool. That works. We'll do a Friday night show. Yeah. I, I will have libations, and we will talk football, and we will have a wonderful time. Excellent. All right, Wayne, take us out of here, my friend. You guys are always the real. I love y'all. Keep that energy. We are going 
I was going to say undefeated for the remainder of the season, but I got us losing one more. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I just don't see us beating Baltimore. Prove me wrong. The Niners are back. John and Wayne is back. We'll see y'all this weekend. Let's go. Niners all day. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.